The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many years ago, you'll hear the names in the story, you'll understand. There was a, a Yid, a Nebuch Yid, far, far, far away from Yiddishkeit. He had no idea, a Tzuras Ha'alaf. He had no, no Shaykhs to Yiddishkeit. And he wanted to become a professional and everybody told him that if you want to get into Harvard uh, or into these, uh, get a doctorate from one of these big places, you got to go to a good college. So there was a very hush of a college in Maryland. It happened to be a Catholic college. This year had no problem. Now his name was a very Jewish sounding name, Greenstein, Greenberg, whatever his name was. And when he came to interview with the Galach, who was in charge of the whole school, the priest took one look at his name and said, Sir, are you Jewish? And the boy didn't know what to do. If I tell him I'm Jewish, he's going to say, we don't let Jews here. Get out. And I'm not going to have my chance to go to this college. On the other hand, if I say I'm not Jewish, and then they, it's this bar, middle of the semester that I am Jewish, for whatever reason, who knows how it happens. They'll kick me out, it'll be much worse. So he decided he's going to say the truth. <clears throat> he says, yes, I am Jewish. And the Catholic priest tells him, did you ever learn the olive base? He says, what's that? He says, that's the Jewish alphabet. He says, no, I never learned it. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no connection to anything Jewish. So the bishop, the bishop, the Catholic priest tells him, okay, we'll accept you to the school, but on one condition. Classes are over at 4 o'clock every day. From 4 to 5, you're going to have to come into my office, and I'm going to teach you the Aleph the Jewish alphabet. So the guy was desperate. He really wanted to get into the school. He was so excited that they're letting him in. He said, okay, fine, deal. The first day of school, he came in with his books. And at 4 o'clock, everybody says that they're going out to a, some type of a bar. And he says, okay, I'm coming along. And then he realized, he remembered that it's 4 o'clock. He has to go to the dean's office, to the galaxy. He comes into the priest's office. And the priest sits him down. And he has two olive beaners there. And the, and the, and the priest starts teaching him. This is an olive. Say olive, ah. Olive, the sound of an olive is ah. And this is a base. The base is b. And, and, and then he starts teaching him the kudais. Uh, kamatz olive, oh, kamatz base, bo, kamatz gimel, go. Tseire, pasach, choylom, shvo, shvono, shvonoch. He's teaching him and then he starts teaching him how to read. And he's reading and reading and reading. Halfway through the year, the priest pulls out a book and says, that was regular script. Now I'm going to teach you Rashi script. And he starts teaching him Rashi script. And he teaches him Aleph Beis again, the Gansa Maisa, there's no vowels now, everything is, you got to know from the other words how to read it. And the boy is a very smart boy, and he caught on. And by the end of the school year, the guy was able to read Yosher V'Hofer backwards and forwards like a whiz. 
About two weeks before the end of the semester, the priest tells him, you know how to read very well. You want to come back next year for the sophomore year? He says, of course. He says, you're accepted on one, on one condition. At the end of the sophomore year, at the end of the class, at four o'clock every day, you come to my office and I'm going to teach you Chumash. Okay? Deal. He comes to his office and he starts Bereshis Barelikim and he learns with him Chumash and Rashi and Ramban and they go through Chamisha Chumshay Torah and they go through Tanakh and they're learning and learning and learning and this kid is smart and he's sopping it up and he became a Yedaya Sefer. At the end of the sophomore year he tells him okay you want to come back for junior year? He says, yeah. He says, fine, you're accepted for junior year tonight. From four to six, you're in my office next year. He says, what are we going to learn? He says, we're learning Mishnayas. Okay. He comes next year, Mishnayas, and the guy has two Mishnayas in, and they're learning Mishnayas. And they start from Brochus and Zeroyim, and they learn the entire year till Uktsin to Tyrus. They've made a seam of Mishnayas, all Shisha Sidre Mishnah. He's a brilliant guy, he was able to pick it up, and they read properly, and they just know, and he explained them all the concepts, and they know. And now, it comes time to talk to him about senior year. And he comes to senior year, and he tells them, you want to come senior year? He says, yeah. He says, okay, this is the deal. On the first day of, of, of the semester, you don't show up here. He says, where do I go? He says, not from, from here. There's a religious institute called Ner Yisrael of Baltimore. It's called a yeshiva. And over there they study Gemara. And over there, they're going to teach you how to learn Gemara. Not that I can't teach you Gemara. But I think that it's more holy for you to be taught Gemara by a rabbi than by me. And then, after six months, you get a diploma from them that you finished one tractate, I'll take you in and I'll take you into the senior year and you'll get your diploma from me and we'll learn together Talmud in the afternoon. This is already taking a big step. But he's stuck. He's not getting into another senior college. He's not going anywhere. This is the rules. This is the rules. He goes to Baltimore. He walks into this Basmedrish. And there's a rischid, a raised, rising and learning. And people are screaming at each other, pshatin, the rajba. And he walks in and he's, he asks somebody, where is Rabbi Ruderman? I was told to find Rabbi Ruderman. So they tell him he's the man sitting up front in the chair there, studying. He walks over to Rav Ruderman, and he says, hello. And Rav Ruderman gets up for him and says, yes, can I help you? He says, yeah, I want to learn Gemara. Now the guy came dressed to Baltimore Yeshiva looking like the biggest shagets in the world. Forget about a yarmulke. Ripped jeans, and the shirt had some obscene words on, on it. It was just not for conducive for learning. So Rav Ruderman took one look at him and said, this guy's a goy. You're not allowed to learn Torah. 
So Rav Rudman said, are you Jewish? He says, of course I'm Jewish. He says, but I can't teach you Gemara, you first have to learn Aleph Beis. He says, oh, I know Aleph Beis. He says, you know how to read? He says, yeah. He says, but you have to learn Chumash. He says, oh, I know, I know the whole Tanakh. He says, what about Mishnayis? He says, I know Shishu Sijur Mishnah. So Rav Shurim says, you do? He says, yeah. He says, can I fahir you? He says, of course. And Rav Rudman starts asking him questions on Brochus. Hey, you know? Anyway, Rav Rudman said, you know, I'll ask him on Shabbos. He asked him on Shabbos. He asked him on Erevin, a hard Mishnah. He knew it called. Rav Rudman says, okay, let's see what he can do in Kachim. And he asked him in Kachim. He asked him in Tyrus. Whatever he asked him, he knew. Rav Rudman had a whole new Derek Heretz for this guy. And Rav Rudman said, okay, the first thing is, I have to teach you one thing that whoever, I don't know who taught you till now, but Torah is learned with Kedusha. Kedusha means that you have to have Derek Heretz for the Torah. You can't walk in here, first of all, without covering your head. And second of all, you can't, you see everybody's dressed? That's how you have to dress. You have to have respect. So he says, okay, Rabbi, I'm coming back tomorrow, 10 o'clock in the morning. Please have somebody ready to help me learn. Gomorrah. He says, no problem. The boy went out, and he went, he asked on the way out, he asked Bachram, where do you buy a shirt? Where do you buy Japan's? Where do you buy yarmulke? He got his stuff. The next day, he took a haircut. He looked like a regular yeshiva Okay. He doesn't know Aramis. He doesn't know the first thing. He comes in, and Rav Ruderman had two Choshevian alight, learning with the guy from morning to night. And the guy got a rangiton in learning, Rizcha de Raisa, he was slugging and learning. He had a brilliant head, and he was cocking and learning and saying Svaris and arguing with Rav Ruderman and learning. It was a sight to see. At the end of the first Masechta that they learned, I think it was Baba Metziah, he told Rav Ruderman he needs, for his school, he needs a, a diploma that he finished the Masechta. So Rav Ruderman gave it to him. And he told Rav Ruderman that he has to finish school. So he wants to come back next year. But now he can only come in the afternoon at 4 o'clock. He thinks that he's going he's gonna to get Rishus to come at 4 o'clock. So Rav Ruderman said, fine, if you come, I'll get you a Chavuza. The guy went back to the Catholic school. And the priest is waiting for him. And he shows him the diploma and the priest asked him what Masech they learned. And he starts asking him some shyness about it. And he knew it. So he knew that Itaka did his job. So the priest said, listen here. Did you like it or did you hate it? He says, I love it. I can't wait to go back. He says, fine. If you loved it, then you don't have to learn with me at 4 o'clock. But you got to learn in Baltimore Yeshiva at 4 o'clock. He says, Rabbi, a priest, I'm going every day. 4 o'clock, I'll be there. He says, okay. He led him into the school. He finished his... His diploma, he got it, and he went back to the yeshiva. But before he left, he went to the priest, and he says, listen here, four years has gone by. I learned with you every day. I never asked you one question. But now, when I'm leaving, I have no choice. Can you please tell me, what is going on? Are you a priest or are you a rabbi? Are you Jewish or are you Catholic? What are you? And the guy said, I wish I was Jewish. But I'm not. I'm a Catholic priest. He says, so, how are you such a Tamil Chacham? He says, let me tell you a story. A story and a story. <clears throat> I was working for the Catholic Church. I was teaching. 
And one day, after working many years, we got approved for a sabbatical. And we were flying to the Holy Land, and a bunch of priests went together, and we were there, we went to all the religious sites. At the end of the, of the trip, other priests were going to different places, and I didn't know where I was going. And Friday night, I was just taking my own time, and I wandered to the Kaisal. And I came to the Kaisal, I had this cardboard yarmulke on my head, and I was just looking around, and people were singing with Chadoidi, and it was so moving. And suddenly somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, would you like a place to eat the Shabbos Suda? And I said, I definitely would. And before a few minutes went by, I was sitting in someone's house and they served a beautiful meal. And they were talking different concepts about Judaism. And then after the meal, the guy says, would you like to hear a sermon on Judaism? He says, sure. And he took me to Isha Torah, and Rabbi Noyach Weinberg gave us shir. And I was sitting there, and I was in dreamland. I would never heard such words in my life. And the next day I went back, and I heard another speech. And then after Shabbos, they asked me, would you like to stay in the yeshiva? And I said, I definitely would. And I told all my priest friends that they should continue to India, wherever they were going. I'm staying, I have other plans. I stayed in Eishat Torah for an entire year, till the last day of my sabbatical. And at the last day, I told my Rebbe, Rebbe, it's been great knowing you, I learned a lot, but I gotta go. He says, where are you going? He says, I'm going back to have, have a job. He says, come with me. He slept me into Reb Noach Weinberg, and Reb Noach Weinberg tried to get me to stay. Back and forth and back and forth, and we discussed it, until I told him, listen here, what should I do? If I don't go back, I'll lose my job, I'll lose my parnas, I'll lose my everything. So Reb Noach says, I'll call your boss. Who do you work for? He says, I work for the Catholic Church. He says, what do you mean you work for the Catholic Church? He says, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a priest. He says, you're, pri- you're Jewish or you're not Jewish? He says, I'm not Jewish. Reb Noach Weinberg got so mad. He says, I want to tell you something. You're a ganif, you're a goslin, I'm not you, not in this world and not in the next world. And you caused us to teach Torah to a goy. And we have no mechila for you ever and ever and ever for whatever you did. And I began to cry like a baby. And I said, I didn't mean it. Nobody ever asked me if I was Jewish, which is something that they instituted afterwards to make sure that every single person that they invite into the yeshiva is Jewish. And... And I didn't know, and I didn't know you're not allowed to turn it to a guy. I'm so sorry, I feel terrible. I want to do tshuva, and I want to have a kapara. And I'm thought for a few minutes, and he says, okay, fine. I can't tell you what Hashem wants from you or not. But one thing I'll tell you. I'll be you. maybe you'll have some type of a kapara. If a yid ever comes to you, and doesn't know anything about Torah, and you push him, and you teach him what you learned here, so then you're like a shliach for us to that boy that maybe you could have a kapara. And you make sure that that guy takes your space in the yeshiva, then maybe you'll have a kapara. And with that we left. And I hope that I was mekayim, my part of the deal, to atone for the avera that I learned Torah. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.